Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. How are we all doing? Good. Good. Is it the first time we've been Yeah, were we not all together last weeks? time? I don't think we were. You were on holiday, weren't you? I was on holiday for the last episode. And then the, episode the episode before I had The COVID. one before that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we did it early. Yeah. But then on the day we were going to do it, you I, didn't come I in. tested positive for COVID. Good thing yeah. we did. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been able How to do it on the Thursday anyway. How was your holiday? It was really good, thank you. I had a lovely time. I met a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, that was fun. Took a lot of photos with cats. I drank a lot of cocktails. Good. A litre of vodka is about eight pounds. So went through two of those in a week. Had a great time. They do. Um, it, I went to Croatia just mm. for mm. context. They do what I dubbed blue Fanta in Croatia. Oh, Europeans love blue Fanta. It comes in a blue is. bottle, right. and it's like the it's like the lemon Fanta, but it's got some additional flavorings that yeah. I can't remember what it is. It's so delicious. Blue Fanta's really Don't good. Really good. So I basically just subsisted off vodka and Blue Fanta. Did you buy any Blue Fanta to bring home? Yeah. I couldn't because uh, I, I had, had only had hand luggage. Oh, only had carry on. And, uh, Is there any in the airport? I would have blown up a plane with it, wouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. So uh, no, but I did buy a lot of vodka at the airport as well. <laughs> I, I really like absolute vanilla vodka, right? That's my favorite one. And I discovered that they did they sold one liter bottles of it, which was very duty free. free. Duty free, so mm-hmm. I bought one there. And I also bought the cheapest one liter bottle of vodka that I could find, which was about ten pounds. So I just I'm, I deliberately rolled up all my luggage, all my clothes, really small in my bag so that I had space for as much alcohol as I could fit but in you can it. bring a, ba- a duty-free bag with yeah. you. I, I realized plane. that when I saw other people <laughs> doing it after the fact. Uh, uh, but I still, I bought what I wanted and I managed to stuff it in my bag. So success. And you saw lots of cats. Really. I saw lots of cats. Yeah. Do you any crows? No crows. That's where they're from, isn't it? Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. Spelled, yeah. uh, yes, I saw no crows, weirdly. Mm. But I did eat an awful mm. lot of non Croatian food, like pizza and burgers yeah. and ice cream, and it was great. 
um, and uh, and I had a wonderful time. Got very sunburned and couldn't sleep well at all the entire time I was there. So oh. it was great. I think I did it properly. Yeah, um, I a think true so. Brit abroad. Uh How about you, Ashton? You're over your COVID now, right? Yeah, it was your holiday. Yeah, well, my holiday was not really a holiday. It was just me sweating for five days in my house. But yeah. I suppose, you know, you probably sweated yeah. as well. I sweated so much. We probably were sweating an equal amount. To probably, be fair. Yeah. eating but, similar kinds of food. Maybe. Yeah, probably, well, yeah. yeah, I didn't eat much food. Big burgers and stuff. I've still got a cough that's still mm. hanging around, mm. which is nice. Uh, Fraser's now got COVID this Fraser's week now as got well. COVID. As of this afternoon, we're putting Peter in a metaphorical yeah, we're bubble. plastic Peter bubble. To COVID and he's prison. not coming back to work until yeah. he's married. Mm-hmm. That's the rules. Yeah. I still haven't touched word caught COVID, or if I have, I maybe I've had it at some point in the past two and a half years and just not known. Maybe mm-hmm. I've been asymptomatic. But as far as I'm aware, never had COVID. Everyone has it uh, or yeah. is getting it. Your infection rates are higher than they were. Both in and out of the office, and I get public transport into work as well. I get the metro, so I'm just thinking like, if I get it within the next two to five days, I might have it during my wedding, and I will not be able to go to my wedding. Yeah. So Amy, Amy will just be there on her own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have to get married without you. Um. So I'm not coming into work anymore. Um. Working from home. Yeah. He's he's gonna go stay in a bubble. I'll still be streaming and stuff. We'll be streaming. He'll be on the joint streams. He won't be on next week's joint stream, but he will be on next week's podcast Mm. just on a little monitor. We'll have Peter monitor down here. Yeah. Uh, So Peter will be uh, involved. My blurry cam will be back. Yes, it will. Tiny cam. Yeah, your very yellow camera. Mm. In the jaundice cap. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. But this is our video game podcast where each and every week we talk about video game things. And we're also brought to you by a very real video game uh, adjacent sponsor that helps us keep these lights on. Not that one, which turns on when we turn on the main room light, but then after about 10 seconds, it turns off. Yeah. Fun thing happened yesterday when we were in here. Mm. Ben turned off. So we've got some standing lights here, like studio lights. Ben turned them off. I turned them off at the wall. Um, And then Ben, like, absentmindedly pressed the switch on the back of it after they'd gone off. And it turned on, even though it was turned off at the wall. Very briefly, it's flashed on and it went off again. Wow. So it just still had a bit of power in there somehow. Happened to me with with a... PlayStation once, a PS3, I unplugged it, but it still obviously had some residual power and I pressed the eject button. It went beep, 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 as if to say, it's no disc in here. Oh no, I'm dead, aren't Spooky. I? Spooky. <laughs> it forgot that it was dead. Mm. Uh, Ashton, yeah. I think you've got the ad read, haven't you? I do, yeah. My ad read comes from, uh, I got an email, so it's definitely really real to my mm. personal email account okay. from uh, an African prince that I'm related to okay. who wanted me to uh, help him out because he's my great, whatever, you know, great uncle my or great something. Friend. My great friend. I wanted me to help him out um, because he, he keeps he keeps twitching all the time. He's got, I don't, he doesn't know what it is and he needs help. Okay. So right. he, he says, if you subscribe to my channel, channel yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get better eventually. Right. Um, and I figured, I realized, I Googled it, and there's a really trending hashtag at the moment because it's a, a Twitch con. A Twitch con? it's an African prince who's twitching mm-hmm. so it's a con conning me right it's a con there. yeah it's really big at the moment loads of first streamers are tweeting about it <laughs> loads of them have had the same email yeah from really the epicenter mm. is it Amsterdam mm. yeah yeah that's I've right that. I've heard a lot about Amsterdam in this wow yeah, yeah I can't believe you nearly con. fell for a twitch con yeah 
What was he trying to... How was he... What was he saying? Do you have to send him money for... <laughs> he said, um, I need you to subscribe to my channel. Right. But um, I, you can't do it via any... You have to send it directly to me. You have to send right. that 4 99 Right. iTunes gift me. cards or no? Uh, it actually wanted Amazon Prime gift cards, oh. of course. Um uh, he said, you have to send it directly to me and I will subscribe for you to my mm. channel. Mm. And Did then he start the, the email? more I grow, the more my, the eventually they'll give me money back. Right. He, oh, that's it, good. That, makes, yeah. that tracks with me. Profit. Yeah. Did he start the email with, hello, dear? That's said, what some of mine start yeah. with, which is always nice. Hello, dearest friend. Mm. Yeah. It's me, your great uncle, Prince of Africa. Prin the Prince of, the Af Prince of, of Africa. The whole of Africa. Yeah. Yes, the continent of Africa. It turns out I'm not related <laughs> to him because he's not real. Oh, what? And now there's a sponsor. Oh, so what's God. TwitchCon? Uh, I don't know. Everyone's still It's a mystery thing. We're not bloody going. We're not that's, going. That's for sure. No, no. We're not important enough. No. Uh, Twitch, what is it? What is it? Does it exist? Will it happen? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, no, we're not sponsored by uh, the African Prince's TwitchCon. Mm. Uh, we are, of course, sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as $1 per month, you can submit questions to this podcast and maybe get them read out, you know, if they're good. Sometimes, though, we have an abundance of really good ones, so don't take it personally. No. Yeah. Do ask again the following week. Um, you also get loads of other stuff on our Patreon, including the Patreon-exclusive After Dark podcast, which we're going to record directly after this one, and an episode of After Dark dropped on Monday for patrons of a certain tier. Yeah. It's where we can swear and talk about all sorts of stuff not related to games. It's pretty good. Mm. Anyway, it's there if you want it. Maybe check it out, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. We've got some questions. We have. Uh, we've got a question here from Nicholas Otter. I believe the E is pronounced in German. So. Otter. Nicholas Otter. Okay. He's a small aquatic mammal. Mm -hmm. And he says, hello, hello, BAP, and uh, sorry, B and A and P. Uh, Ever since last year, I'm on a quest to brush up my gamer knowledge trademark by playing through the whole catalogue of the NES and SNES, or SNES if you want to get SNES about this, for 10 minutes max. I'm not that crazy. I just want to get a general idea of games. If someone forced you to play through a console's catalogue from A to Z, which one would you choose? Would you spend a lot of time playing through the PS1 catalogue, but you can uh, get to play games from your childhood? Or would you speed run through the Virtual Boy and get it over with? Keys Keys from the Winkler's homeland, Lord Brotovich. Um, uh, Booth does this. She does Amiga Alphabet on mm. stream. I mm. think she might even be... I don't know if she's done, but she was really getting through it last time I saw... Um, and yeah, Lobrotovich is doing it as well. So I maybe have two answers. I mean, well, maybe the easiest option is to just speed run through it with the Virtual Boy or something like that. Yeah. You know? um, but uh, I would either play the N64, um, which is a console I've been meaning to buy for a long time. And when I move house, I think I will buy a physical one and set it up in my man cave or oh. woman cave. Or woman cave, yeah. Um, and I believe the N64 has a relatively small library, actually. Um, I don't have the figures in front of me, but I think it's surprising. At least six. Yeah, at least mm. six. At least. But I think it's surprisingly small um, compared to other consoles of the time. Um, or I would maybe, I have always sort of wanted to try every single PS1 game. But there are hundreds and hundreds of them. There are about 10 or more Mahjong games, you know, mm -hmm. that Japanese game. Yeah. Uh, there are loads of Gundam and mech games that I'm not interested in. A lot of weird um, 
uh, dating sim, JRPG things that haven't been translated into English. Uh, but I guess after 10 minutes, I would just turn those off. Mm. But there are a lot of games that I would like to try. But I think in reality, there are too many and I probably wouldn't do that. So probably N64 for me, please. I thought like, well, there's lots of games that I never got to play as a Wii-in um, for like the PlayStation 2. So I'd probably go for the PlayStation 2. I there's think that might be the biggest library in thousands of gaming. Wrong. There's definitely a lot of trash, but I wouldn't have, like you said, you have to play all of them. I don't have to play all of them for all of the whole game. I mm-hmm. could just play 10 minutes. a day, then you'd be playing it for only like four years. But it's only 10 minutes, so I could do six in an hour. Power through, one hour a night, six in an hour. Eventually, when I'm 45 years old, I'd have done them all. Yeah. yeah. When we're on the uh, PlayStation 9. Yeah. Right? You're looking yeah. at my shirt. So I was looking at your shirt. You're, looking, you're admiring my piss. I was looking at it. I just, I, I looked at it and I realized that my it hadn't gone in what it was. So I had to look on had the to, screen to, to see that? what it says. Well, this is this is a, a a botch run and most people will probably own this because there's a little bit of white look in the crook of her arm oh, that wasn't no. cut out. And it took me ages to realize. And I think Adam did update the art, but we don't sell this shirt anymore. So oh, I didn't know about the box. Yeah, That's a limited it. edition. It took me ages to. One day I just saw it when I was putting it on and thought, "Oh no, <laughs> oh dear." Sorry, Ashton. That's okay. When you're forty, <laughs> <laughs> when you're forty-five years old, you'll have finished, I'll have finished all the, the PlayStation, PlayStation Two games. games. Yeah, there's just so many games that I know I should have played, and if it was like someone was like you must play all of them. Mm. If you don't play them all, mm. you, you can't will have your die. dessert. You'll die. I was like, well, okay, in this situation, if I have to play through a, a series of games, I probably would play the one that I'd like missed out on the most, which is probably the PlayStation 2. Like I said, the PlayStation 1 probably as well, but mm. I had, there's so many I haven't played and there's so many good PlayStation 2 games so I've heard. Um, so why not? why not? Why not commit to something? Hey, come on, why not? Hey, why not? Just for once in your life. How many... Games do you think there are on the PlayStation 2? Oh, is this going to be... 4,000. Is there... Oh, my God. Is there really? Let me double check this. That seems that seems too high, but it seems low enough that it couldn't be confused for any other statistic. Okay. On So on the sort of Google summary where you ask a question, mm. it puts text at the top from yeah. a website. from it's from Wikipedia. The PlayStation 2 received widespread critical acclaim upon release, uh, having sold over 155 million units worldwide. Mm. A total of 10,035 oh, game titles mm. were released that's with over 1.5 billion copies sold. Nintendo 64, on the other hand, only had 393 so games. Yeah, do some quick maths for us. 10, 000, 10,300. 10,035 and 35 divided by 12 and then divided by 52 divided by 52 16 years (laughs) it'd be taking you 16 (laughs) years and that's if you streamed every week and did 12 games yeah (laughs) 
every every stream. Easy, easy. Over Christmas, easy. you'd be streaming yeah. and yeah, every day, every Brilliant. week. Sorry, mum, I can't come down and have Christmas dinner. I must play my six games across that 12. sixteen years. You games. would probably miss enough streams just here and there to add at least another year's worth yeah. of stream, an entire year's yeah. worth of streaming. Yeah. Christ. So maybe I won't play through the PS2. Well, I do four and a half years. Only four and a half years, though. Every day. The worst thing about that is, occasionally there would be a really good game that you know you would get round to time splitters or something. You only have ten minutes for it, and And then then you have to play ten minutes of mahjong. (laughs) Yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, this is this is a hell. This Mm. is a purgatory that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemies. So, uh, having adopted a similar approach for the launch game videos where I do not play through all of them mm. as I'm sure people can tell I just play sort of like 20-ish minutes um, and, yeah. and get footage and enough to get an idea of the game and then do a bit more research about it Th- that's been really nice for experiencing those consoles in sort of micro in, in a micro mm. form mm. Um, but I wouldn't want to play through hundreds of games that way ever i would never want to do that so i've specifically picked out some gay some consoles that i think might have not a huge amount of games like i'll tell you as you go and ones that i actually would be kind of interested because i haven't covered these on the launch game videos and they are sort of oddities curiosities that i'd be quite interested in experiencing Mm. the games of anyway Mm -hmm. uh the n gauge the nokia n gauge yeah peter's gonna look that up now 63 63 how many years for that? <laughs> if I played one a week, it would take me a year. Yeah. Uh, and a bit. Uh, the Game Gear, the Sega Game Gear, which was their Game Boy mm-hmm. uh, rival, but it had color much earlier and it ate batteries for breakfast. I put Game Geet. The Game Geet. <laughs> the Game Git. Yeah. Uh, 365. Mm-hmm. You oh, could do one, one a, day. a day. Perfect. That's perfect. Uh, the Atari Lynx, which is Atari's handheld. Atari. Yeah. Links, links. etc. Uh, 76. Okay. Uh, what about the Wonder Swan? These are all handhelds, I'm realizing. Mm, you have a you have a type. I do have a type, yeah. yeah. The Wonder Swan. Yes. 109 games. Okay, those are all doable then. Yeah. Um, what, 10,035 isn't doable? <laughs> weak source. Weak, weak. <laughs> Step it up. <laughs> I could do all of those before you would finish your 10,000. Yeah. Um, if you played one a week, you could do all of those by the time I finished my 10,000. Quite easily. Yeah. How many PS1 games are there, Peter? Or N64, is that what you were going to go for? Uh, N64 was 390-something. Okay, so that's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. You PS1 do the is... DD as well? That only had like six games. Yeah. Uh, PS1 will be hundreds and hundreds. Uh, 7,918. 7,000? Yeah. Wow. Good God. Wow. That's more than I expected. Mm. Well, there you are. There's some answers. Um, we're going to go on to a section. I'm gutted I missed it last week because it's actually brand new. So, mm-hmm. so you told me, right? You both yeah. messaged me and yeah. said, we guys, said we did this amazing new section. I can't pronounce it though, so one of you is going to have to say it. It's called, Ben, mm. What We Playing. Mm. It's What We Playing time. Time to talk about what we've been playing. Peter Austin, what have you... You are in busy life crunch mode currently i am but weirdly what i've played play? i've played more this week than i have for the past few weeks even mm. though i'm in busy life crunch mode okay so i've moved on to spyro 2 you know i've been playing spyro 1 just to unwind a little bit mm. but on top of that i've also had time 
to play um, Klonoa, the Fantasy Reverie series. Yes, of yes. course. I can't look at you in the in the eye with a straight face it's a now good and name. talk about that it's game. A good name. Uh, I've played all the way through the first one. I've played about an hour or two of the second one. And as I said in our Quipscope, available on the channel, um, I'm enjoying it gameplay-wise. It's a lot of fun. It's a good palate cleanser. It's a cute game. Um, I really like the just the puzzle platforming aspect to it and doing all the two-thirds of a triple jump mm. or mm. in some cases a whole triple jump wow or sometimes a quadruple jump <gasps> okay well let's not go let's too not far crazy no. now. um enjoying all of that and working out which way to go and how to use the enemies and stuff and use your abilities that's all great cutscenes are just just so stupid and weird and i just don't care <laughs> are you still I've, mashing the skip button i'm still holding the R1 to fast forward five times speed button. I've not quite got to the point where I'm just skipping entire cutscenes because I don't think I've ever really done that in a game the first time around. I do sometimes skip cutscenes for games that I've played a million times, Mm. but um, I've I've never... I really don't like the idea of doing that, that Mm. someone has put thought into a story and uh, made these cutscenes and on my first sitting, skipping through them just seems a bit, bit wrong, a bit disrespectful. But... It's just garbage. But it's crap, <laughs> so I, I will. It's It makes no sense that such a... From out from the outside, it looks like such a simple, you know, just a 2.5D, very cutesy mascot platformer. Why does it have a story like that? It's not... I don't want to, like, mislead anyone. It's not complicated. It's not difficult to get your head around. It just is a bit grandiose, and mm. it, it kind of... It's on like a cosmic scale sort of thing. And it like really, really... It doesn't need to be as grand as it is. Yeah, it could be, as you said, as your prediction of the story was, it could be about, oh no, uh, I've got to go and find um, the necklace that's been stolen to save my village. Yes. You know, it could have just been that. But no, it's like the god of dreams <laughs> is there to like bring nightmares upon the entire universe. Right. Uh, and in order to do that, he needs to like make the the magical princess sorceress stay in her sleep but yeah. then he he's not the big bad he's actually releasing a demon mm, thing that's mm-hmm. gonna bring the nightmares oh it's yeah. just too much and everyone's got really odd names that probably sound really good in japanese but don't work well in english so <laughs> story's rubbish it, it, I would be as happy or happier playing an identical version of the game with no story. If right. it was just, here is an indie puzzle game, here are the mechanics, and all you do is just make your way through level one, level two, level three, I would have a better time than, here's level one, level two, level three, but in between, you're going to hear all about the nightmare god. Um, no thanks. Uh, but it is it is a really good and fun game to play. Um, okay just in terms of the gameplay. Just, uh, Don't listen to the story. I would still recommend it highly, actually, uh, particularly as a little palate cleanser for a lot of people. So, yeah. Ashton? Um, I haven't played much this week, uh, but I did play a little bit of Mario and Rabbids at the weekend. Uh, we played the co-op levels um, with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played a couple uh, levels of House Flipper and finished every single level in House Flipper and eventually Stop swearing, please. got bored. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you say it's full name, please. Yeah, that is his full name. House. F- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. That is his full name. Mm-hmm. I know you're making a joke, but I didn't understand it, so I'm just going to pretend like I... And that's his full name. Okay. You um, know when we censor ourselves. Yeah, I know, but okay. how... <sighs> Sorry. Sorry. 
That's what I played. <laughs> oh, no. Ashton, it's okay. That's fine. Flip those houses, right? Yeah. yeah. Flip them. Flip them. What do you time. do in the house flipper? Well, Ben, what you do is... Is it like Sims build mode is what I want to know? Uh, Kind of, but you're in like first person. Okay. So you like... Um, oh. They have a house. Didn't expect that. And you go to a house and it's like... Either you go do a mission and someone's like... I need you to paint all my walls yellow. And you're like, okay. And then you go into just the house. Idiots. And they just have to paint all the Do walls they get the house yellow. taken off the after? <laughs> yeah, and they paint it white. Yeah. Um, and, uh, or like, you can buy a house and it's like, you have to tidy up all the dirt and pick up all of the mess mm. and hoover up the cockroaches. And then you have to hoover like... Hoover up the cockroaches? Yeah, and then you have to like paint. Sometimes you have to knock walls down and then you have nice. to put like new furniture and stuff in. And then you sell the house mm. and then you get more money so you can buy nicer houses. Flip it. That sounds it. quite cathartic actually. Mm. It was. Is it does it sort of like have unpacking vibes? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, I played like a lot of it for three days and then I finished every single one of the like oh, yeah, you missions. Went, yeah, we talked about this last week, but you went here. Yeah, and yeah. then I, uh, and then I, now I'm bored of it and I'm not going to play again. Oh, you're okay. bored of it? I oh, know. Yeah. But you're an expert now. You could probably do it in real yeah, life. Yeah, I could probably do it in real life. You can do life. approve it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. all just pull together and buy some absolute rundown yeah. horrible house and then flip it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That'll be fun. Done. Won't take too long. Do. Won't take too long at all. Yeah. Mm. Only, what, 16 years? Yeah, yeah. If we do two hours a week, yeah. easy. Exactly. <laughs> Is that all you play? But Ashton That's won't be I'm available because she'll be playing. Yeah, I'm actually oh, busy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm busy tonight. Every day. <laughs> I've got to play, uh, I don't know, tw- Tank Wars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Mahjong. It's probably one called Tank Wars. Yeah. Mahjong. There'll be a, a dozen a pinball games. Mm. Uh, some games that are... The uh, what are they called? Like uh, slot machines? Yeah, gambling games. Machines, yeah. Yeah. But you don't win any money. You yeah. just play them. Just yeah. chess. Chess. There'll chess be a lot be of there. chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those slide puzzle games. There'll mm-hmm. be some of those too. I like those slide puzzle games. And you won't. After sixteen years, you it's won't. It's alright, but it'll only be ten minutes, so I can mix them up. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How long before you start putting them on for? 10 minutes but not actually playing just oh, looking at just, the just, yeah. just staring at your reflection <laughs> letting demo mode come on and just that's all you need I can't do this for it's anyone who does dark. want to see every video game of certain consoles uh, there is a channel whose name I can't actually remember now so that helps doesn't it but if you search YouTube you'll find it that posts 10 seconds of every game of certain platforms wow and I've skimmed through the PS1 one um and yeah, it's interesting stuff. But that's how I know that there are various 7, kinds of... Well, it's not how I know there are 7,000. I had to Google it. But um, yeah, I don't know if they've done PS2. But if they've I done PS1, it... that's surprising. I didn't realize the margin was as close, actually, between mm. PS1 and PS2. Mm. So I think if we asked Philip to rank every game on a console, he would just jump off a bridge. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> But we could get him to do the Wonder Swan, but you know, I don't think there'd but be then much people interest click on in it. that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone would really care, which is a shame. Um, anyway. Mm. What have you been playing, Ben? I've actually played a lot despite being away. While I was away, it was Pokemon Fire Red time. Started a new game, took the Game Boy Advance SP with me, uh, got my Squirtle and leveled it up to a Blastoise now, got Blastoise, but that's very much sort of a holiday game, so I've just I put it back in the drawer now. I was a little bit offended, you know. Why? Because you had a bunch of SPs out that you were going to I take will on holiday. I will tell you, uh, you, and c- you didn't can finish this and I'll tell you why. You didn't, my pink one wasn't even there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, where's the pink one? Coward. I was waiting for you to tweet me so I could reply, because Ashton very generously donated her pink Game Boy Advance SP to my collection 
problem that I have. Um, and it wouldn't charge. <gasps> it's broken. I couldn't even charge it. However, replacement batteries are about six pounds. Oh my god! Uh, Game Boy Advance SP batteries, so I could replace it. But it was gonna—I was gonna put them all in the running, but okay. some some of them just wouldn't charge. That's and okay. Start up. That's that fair. was why. But if you'd have replied to the tweet, I was gonna I was, reply to it, but I didn't want to make it about me, so I just—I <laughs> <laughs> would have said, "I'm really sorry," but uh, Pinky, as he's known, yeah. she's known. They're known, uh, wouldn't wouldn't start up okay. and wouldn't charge, unfortunately. That's a shame. Sad. It's very sad. Um, but you know, the gold one, which was on steroids apparently, <laughs> went for over twelve hours and then wouldn't charge. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on there. Um anyway, didn't take the pink one, unfortunately, because mm. it's it has died. Rip. Um but uh, I did play a lot of Pokemon Fire Red while I was out there. And I also read half of a book called Console Wars, <gasps> which is currently <laughs> being I thought you were going to say, you know, called whatever. Some book. I was like, Stormbreaker. what are we doing? What are we reading now? I could have been doing that for months if that's if that was <laughs> no, an option. Because I've been reading nerd books. Okay. Um, I've, I read Console Wars, which uh, <laughs> details the back and forth between Sega and Nintendo in the 90s and late 80s. Um, and it's currently being turned into a TV show and produced by Seth Rogen. Who wrote the foreword for this particular edition of the book that I was reading? Uh, I'm only about halfway through. It's very romanticized um, in that it's delivered from the Sega point of view. Right. Uh, but it's written as if it's an actual narrative, not just a collection of uh, interviews and stuff. It's actually been based on the stuff that the author managed to get. Uh, he's written it as if it's an actual story, like a, a work of fiction, if you will, mm. like right. people talking to each other. And then such and such came into the room, his blonde hair mm. reflecting in the sunlight, etc. Mm -hmm. Stuff mm. like that. Um, so it's a bit, it's a bit colourful, and there's definitely some bits that are a bit fluffed up, but it's it's really interesting, and I'm I'm finding it very very fascinating. I'm looking forward to the TV show and eventually finding the time to read more of it. But I just thought I'd mention that. Uh, I have finished Alan Wake. I finished that oh, when yeah. I got back. What did you, um, think? you think? I thought it was definitely an important game, but has aged about, as I said in the podcast where we talked about it before, aged about as well as Heavy Rain has, mm. where it just the dialogue feels kind of clunky, rubbish, mm. yeah, and a bit cringy. Like I'm sitting in in my chair, rolling my eyes, like oh, that was <laughs> rubbish. Um, I think it's good, and people should play it, and I'm looking forward to the sequel. But every chapter basically was exactly the same in that you walk around and talk to people in an environment for a bit. Then you run around in the dark and fight loads of monsters. And then you get to a safe house and then you run around in the dark for more for more time and fight loads of monsters. So much so that once I finished the actual game, I couldn't be asked to play the two DLC chapters that they included as well mm. because right. I started up one of them and it was just exactly the same <laughs> gameplay and I was which is to be under you know which is totally understandable. Mm. I was like, I can't be asked to run around and shine torches on monsters and then shoot them with guns again. Yeah. I just can't be bothered with this anymore. And life's too short, so I finished Alan Wake. As far as I'm concerned, I've done that. I also finished Shredder's Revenge, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, yeah. oh, yeah. side-scrolling game. I just um, find it. Do you play it on your own? Or did you yes, play? I yeah. did play it on my own in the end uh, because I couldn't sleep after coming back from holiday because I was so sunburned <laughs> that I was in agony and I couldn't you sleep. You had your own shredder's revenge. Yeah, I did, yeah. I got up at like uh, two, half two in the morning after not being able to sleep and then just 
played it to completion and it was really good there's like some rap songs in it and stuff when you fight shredder in a boss battle it's amazing i really enjoyed it um and uh, i look forward to playing more of it with actual people mm. rather than just on my own uh well so i got here uh is it couch co-op because it's yes they're yeah. all on one screen four, so four player couch co-op and then you think it's six players online mm. could stream it if we wanted to we absolutely we could. could yeah mm -hmm. uh gears of war I've started playing through oh, Gears yeah. of War in oh. co-op. Uh, and First one. The first one. And it's good. Mm. I don't love it, but I also don't like it that much. And I've been told numerous occasions that this, it gets way better with the sequel because right. there's a lot of quality of life stuff. Because there's some stuff like I hate the running. And I know this doesn't change. Yeah. I hate the fact that you hunch down, you run like a tank, and you just snap onto any and bit you of can't environment. Turn as much you can't steer yeah. my my kingdom for a dedicated sprinter. Yeah, uh, and I know that that's the same. I actually worked on a Gears of War game briefly when I was in game development, just on the multiplayer mm. stuff. Uh, so I actually know how it plays. But I do understand that uh, that this that two and three are like really good, and yeah. uh, I am looking forward to playing them. And I am enjoying it, but I, I feel like that's that's a pretty essential piece of. Uh, of, of sort of gaming history that I have not experienced myself. So mm -hmm. I am I am looking forward to continuing to play that. Finally, speaking of bits of gaming history, uh, the Sonic Origins collection. Mm -hmm. I started that. I hate it. I don't like Sonic. Never liked Sonic. Still still can't get yeah. into this. Yesterday I you said to me, I don't care I'm anymore, Peter. I don't sugarcoat care. how I deliver this. Because the Sonic <laughs> fandom is scary, right? Yeah. They will come, and also <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account will call me a cuck or something and, and he'll ruin my entire life. Yeah. But I just don't like it. And I, I wish I did. I was, I had convinced myself that I was going to play through at least the first Sonic the Hedgehog game. He doesn't go fast. He has to stop all the time to like jump over stuff. And then there's checkpoints and then you've got no rings left. So you just you just get hit and you die and you have to do boss fights basically without taking a single hit. I don't like it. Have and you I, tried? And it makes me mad because I really want to. Have, have you tried, tried any of the sequels? The no. I honestly, I deleted it. <laughs> So you just played the first one. And I got, got really bored. cross yeah. and just and deleted it. I think I there are quality, as you know, because we've ranked them all. Yes, I know uh, a lot about Sonic and I'm reading about Sonic in the Sega book as well. Yeah. Which well, made me want to play it. I believe that the first one is ranked lower than the second and third in our list. Yes, in our, in, our, in our ranked list, I which is out now, mm -hmm. hopefully. Philip was uh, messaging about that in the Slack chat the other day and he was getting, equal, I think, equally as mad about how bad it was as like you just got. I think I, he was saying that Tails just jumps forever. And so that's the, that's, the, that's the sequel. Yeah, yeah that's the he said one. That, yeah. that still happens and he just jumps forever <laughs> and all you can hear is just the tail jumping yeah. sound and nothing else. It makes me really sad because the first first handful of sonic games are meant to be the best ones and i and at least as far as the first one goes i played it back in the day and i didn't really like it or get on with it i've tried it again now in 2022 i, I don't get it and i i really want to so badly and i just don't and you're right i did say that i would just say something like you know what like not it's, it's not really for me maybe i'm just not into platformers and honestly maybe i'm not into platformers <laughs> because i didn't really like crash bandicoot either but i, I just i don't understand if it. it's any consolation in the second and third game is you unlock the spin dash which means you can go fast 
at will. Okay. Um, but then you probably but still, you have, still to have to stop all the time. Type mm-hmm. platforming jumps. Yeah. I just want to like run really fast. You mm-hmm. know, that's kind of what I want. And that's I what like I expected. I've been missold PPI. First time I played Sonic. Uh, well, actually I had a demo of one of them when I was a kid. But yeah, like years after that, when I first sat down and played a Sonic game, I thought I would mostly be like speeding around 2D levels, maybe having to time some jumps, but you know, mm-hmm. also going through loop-de-loops and things. Stopping now and then, but mostly going fast all the time. It's not how it goes. It's not how it goes. Especially as the game goes on as well. You have to do a lot of just jumping up platforms like any other platform. Like Mario. (laughs) Might as well be Mario, but he's Mm. Sonic. He should be going fast. The legacy that Sonic the Hedgehog has is... Terrible game. Lunacy. It's not representative. I, I do not understand the fandom of Sonic. I am a bit scared. I'm very scared of it. And uh, and I'd like, honestly, I'd like applause for being so brave today yeah. and, and challenging the Sonic fandom. Um, but at the same time, I know that... He's so brave. People love Sonic. And I wish that I could also love Sonic, but I can't. Um, and I don't know if I'm alone, but I might be. So I don't think you're alone. No. I am indifferent to Sonic. Well, the thing is, movie. I was indifferent to Sonic. You liked the movie. Yeah, the movie's yeah? all right. Okay. You were indifferent to Sonic until you played it. Until yeah. I played it. And now I actively, I'm baffled by Sonic even more so than I was before. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. People love him. I don't. And uh, you should watch our ranked list about <laughs> Sonic. Should we do question two now? Yeah, we should. I'm sorry. This comes from Michael Milan. Hello, Abup. Whenever I hear the words roguelike, battle royale, and definitely free to play in a game description, my brain immediately shuts off and my interest disappears. The game might be great, I know the game might be great, I just know it won't be for me. Are there any genre or keywords that immediately turn you off? What's the opposite? A descriptor that immediately attracts you to a game. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Uh, I am instantly turned off by MOBA. Um, Mm. They don't tend to come out as new games generally it's mostly just you know the ones that have established themselves are the ones that you know are are, are popular but uh, i guess new mobas do come out occasionally uh souls likes i'm afraid just because i'm not very good at them and i don't want to spend the time to get good at them uh, the only one that could possibly be described as souls like that i did spend time with was um jedi fallen order for obvious reasons uh, but mostly I won't play a game if it's a Souls-like, which is a shame because uh, that covers quite a big um, kind of section of the the big hitters nowadays. It's becoming more and more popular. Oh, the TV just reset. More and more popular. as a restarted. Yeah, uh, as a kind of a genre or a you know, set of mechanics. Um, but also I think one that maybe all three of us wrote down cards oh yeah mm. uh, remember yes. lost in random the uh yeah. slightly kind of tim burton-esque one with the dice i was sort of interested in that until they showed a bit more gameplay i think they just showed a trailer at first at some event mm. and then later on they showed some gameplay and they were like we've also got this exciting card system i was like okay i'm out now that i'm literally not going to play that game because it's cards and we've talked about this before that as much as anything else it's a semantic thing uh, or a, a, a naming thing, like a nominal thing, because if they just called it your ability tree or something, if the cards at the bottom of the screen were just squares or circles and you just used those instead, I probably wouldn't have a, as much of an issue with it. <laughs> but because so many other games have ruined themselves with card systems, I now just am instantly turned off by cards. And that's a shame, actually. That's very... Um, 
it's a bit ignorant of me, really, to be like, well, that'll be rubbish because it's cards. Like, it's it's just a word, it's just a, a name of a of a style. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to play badly. But don't call things cards. Don't add cards to games that don't need them. Please don't do that. Um, so those are some of mine. Yeah. I now this one might be a bit like uh, unpopular in terms of like a lot of people love this genre, but as soon as I hear slash see JRPG, I oh, just yeah. don't want Me to play too. it. I just have no interest in it, and like I don't. I know it's not their fault. Look, maybe they're great games. I just, I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't like the fact that that the characters are always making noise. That was one thing I didn't like about Final Fantasy VII was the fact that like constantly like someone's like moaning or groaning or making a little like, I'm like, shut up, shush, shush. I'm trying to concentrate. Be quiet. But uh, JRPGs, I just, I can't, I can't get on board with them, I'm afraid. Um, Also, the word season pass makes Mm -hmm. me go, "Mm, no. uh, Live service game. Yeah, live service, season pass always makes me just kind of just roll my eyes especially when it's a game that like like you said lost and random like it looks really good and then they'll be like live service season pass and i'm like no no stop it i have a little tantrum inside Mm -hmm. and then i will not play the game ever so i always get disappointed with that but if it's a jrpg you know go ahead have a season pass i don't care i'm not gonna play it anyway live your life but if it's a game that i bloody like don't say the word season pass don't say it no I don't know what a descriptor immediately attracts me to a game. Oh, yeah. I think, um, I don't really know. Mm. Normally, I'm just kind of, if it looks nice. Does it look pretty? Yeah. Then I want to play if it. If they say in the trailer, <laughs> looks nice. Looks really like, oh, pretty. Ashton Matthews. Ashton Matthews. Said it looked nice. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I didn't have like a descriptor that like necessarily puts me on to a game. And no, it normally like depends on the situation, doesn't it? Because sometimes they can, I mean, you could say like um, third person action adventure game. Oh, great, but it looks like trash. Yeah, or but it depends what the setting is. Or, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Benjamin. Ben. Uh, mine are card system, mm-hmm. live service, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. <laughs> seasons. Yeah. They're not just season pass, but yeah. coming in season four yeah. of Apex and <sighs> Legends. Mm. Um Loot boxes, mm-hmm. my, oh, microtransactions, transactions. Uh, skins. Yeah, yeah. Basically, all that live service crap. Yeah. Games, games as a service. All NFTs. of that. All of that. NFTs. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you see Tony Hawk's making an NFT game? No. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Talkie He's partnered Hanks. to make an NFT doodah, and that's sad, isn't it? At, at this point, as well. I did hear him We've, recently. Everyone has said for ages that NFTs are bad, and some people have backed off. But NFTs are actively tanking. Mm. and now he's doing yeah i did see a clip of him recently i don't know where it was from i think someone was streaming and tony they got tony hawk to come and play games with them Mm. they're playing some tony hawk game uh and he said that tony hawk's pro skater three and four was going to be a thing you know they did one and two um and then activision apparently just sort of got 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 bored uh, or decided they didn't want to do it they moved vicarious visions onto blizzard duty yeah and uh then it's just been dropped and he sounded really bummed out about it and he was like yeah activision just kind of decided we're not doing it anymore guess um, i'll go do nft so i guess he's thinking what am i gonna do now yeah it's the only alternative to my skateboard game that is it nfts in terms of uh terminology that attracts me to a game narrative mm. single player 
Oh, yeah, single are, player, yeah. Are big ones for me. Um, I do like a multiplayer game. I like prefer local multiplayer. Local co-op. co-op is good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fu- like a fully co-op adventure. Basically, without ever seeing It Strangers. Takes Two or A Way Out, just the description of them. Yeah. Know, they're solely co-op narrative adventures from start to finish. Mm. Yeah. That piques my interest massively. Uh, I, I really don't like have to like play or talk to strangers on the internet. Yeah, don't make me deal with people. I'd like to just talk to people I know and not make any more internet friends. Just the ones I have, they're fine, thank you. I quite like the word sandbox as well. I think mm. that's always a little bit enticing. Again, it depends on the setting and, and exactly what you can and can't do. But um, yeah, mm. the idea of a bit of a, a playpen is fun. I do like an open world as well. Mm. I'm a bit of a bit of a slag for an open world. Whoa. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Blimey. Yeah, open worlds, I feel a bit open worlded out. So I have to pick and choose my open worlds. Same with yeah. sandboxes as well, actually, because yeah, I feel I mean. like the pristine example of a sandbox is something like Just Cause, mm. where you can kind of do whatever mayhem you want. But at the same time, those worlds, for me, feel very empty. Mm. And I just feel kind of aimless. Like yeah. they yeah. give you something and go, here, go do whatever you want. And I'm like, but I don't know. I've got I an want. hour before bed. So can you just like. Tell Can me a story. Six, ten minute PlayStation 2 game for yes. that hour. Oh, <laughs> otherwise, this would take me 18 years. Yeah. Wow. Well. Uh, that's it. That's the, Those are the answers there. Yeah. It's time to move on to something a little bizarre. Uh, uh, what would you call it, Peter? Have you got I would call it weird news. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Remember, you can submit your weird video game news to us on Facebook and Twitter. A post goes up about it, I think, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday. I normally Tuesdays. Normally Tuesdays. There it is. Uh, so make sure you leave those there and we might use it and give you a shout out. Of course, though, weird news is brought to us by our podcast producers. If you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and support us at a certain tier, you too will become a podcast producer. The podcast producers this week are Nathan, 
G.Y. Goliath. Sean Lake. Corey Duffel. Janet Wicks. Oh, you can do better than that. No, I, she, I, I can, but I don't want to because she doesn't understand the joke. She does, she does now. now. Oh, she does yeah, now. Yeah, we've explained it to her. Oh, okay. Janet Wicks. Yeah, that's the stuff. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody Elbonet. Uh, Casey Jared, Jared, and Gabrielle Philippink. Thank you, thank you very much, podcast producers. Uh, Melody and uh, Katie are going to have to reach out at some point and tell yeah. us the correct way to pronounce their last names because we sort of guess every week. I'm yeah. in Camp Bonnet and Garrett. Jared. Ooh. I think I'm Jared. Uh, I'm in Garrett. I'm Team Garrett okay. and Bonnet. I just think it sounds French, doesn't it? Bonnet. Bonnet. Melody Elbonnet. Like it. It might not be correct, but I just think it sounds nice. It does sound nice. If it just ended in E.T., it would be Bonnet, but yeah. Bonnet. I like it. I like both of them. Uh, Let us know, guys. Yeah. And thank you, podcast producers. Peter, what weird news have you got? Uh, I've got a story that a few people sent to us, uh, but only Jack Turner submitted it on the call for weird news. Uh, It's kind of, it's it's the story that's been going around. Um, It's in relation to the Shinzo Abe killing. Uh, in oh, Japan. No. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Hideo Kojima threatens to sue over false posts. This is according to BBC.co.uk. Uh, now, this is like, if in different contexts, this would could be a semi-amusing story that, you know, uh, Hideo Kojima has been either confused for or there's a bit of a prank being played on the man mm. for some other event but obviously this is something that's really rocked japan mm-hmm. um and the world but particularly in japan where they have very little political violence and very little gun crime mm-hmm. uh, and the former prime minister uh, has been shot uh, but this is weird video game news so i'm bringing the story along anyway um a legendary video game developer has threatened to sue over hoax posts portraying him as shinzo abe's killer Metal Gear creator Hideo Kojima was linked to the shooting of Japan's former prime minister in pictures on the website 4chan. Mm. Good. Um, The images were shared by a French politician and reportedly broadcast by Greek and Iranian news outlets. Kojima Productions said it, quote, strongly condemns the spread of fake news and rumors that convey false information. The 4chan post used a photo of Kojima and falsely labeled him as a left-wing extremist with a criminal record. It also included a picture of him wearing a type of ushanka or fur hat worn by soldiers in communist Russia and another of him standing next to a picture of Marxist revolutionary Che Guevara. Screenshots on social media showed Damien Ryu, a Ryu, I think, in, uh, a French politician associated with the country's nationalist movement, had tweeted out images of Kojima with text translated to "The far left kills." He since deleted this tweet and issued an apology to Kojima, saying he naively took a joke for information and was wrong not to check before sharing. In response, the game director's company tweeted a statement warning it would consider legal action over the spread of false information. Um, Then has the tweet embedded. Uh, Mr. Abe died last Friday after he was shot with a homemade gun. Police said the suspect, named as Tetsuya uh, Yamagami41, has admitted the killing. So, not a happy story, no, but pretty weird. That Very that weird. Um, 4chan, the cesspit of the internet. So, I, the, when I first saw that that was happening, all I saw the, the first I saw first I saw of that story was a screenshot of one of those news outlets. I guess it was the Greek or Iranian one with a picture of Kojima, and I thought, is this just a terrible misunderstanding? Like they've somehow 
either maybe tried to source an image of the actual suspect and and done the done some very bad Google mm. foo and ended up with a picture of Kojima. Mm. And I thought that's what had happened and it would all kind of come out in the wash and maybe be slightly more haha oh dear that's that's an awkward but silly thing that's happened. Mm. Then later I learned, oh no, 4chan were deliberately just spreading this misinformation, which is a whole different thing. Like yeah. just choosing someone and saying, let's make everyone think they are a political murderer. Yeah. And incredibly um, effective as well, which is the yeah. scary part. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Do, do your due diligence where oh, possible, yes. everybody, mm. and uh, fact check your, your sources in your media. Yeah. The fact this isn't even the first time it's happened to him as well. Like there was a, I saw a, like, in the wake of this, someone shared a post of Hideo and someone holding one of the like BD things from mm. uh, Death Stranding. And the comment was like, look at these pro-abortion uh, people oh had God. the baby and had it uh, put in resin just as a protest against pro-life people. And everyone was and like, obviously, like this was shared on all the pro-life things. Yeah, were like, gosh. wow, disgusting. And it's just like, poor idiot. Mm. Yeah, well, people are really games. stupid. Yeah, um, and they, they will are. believe silly things. So. Weird, weird. Ashton, have you I got some slightly lighter weird news? For do us? have some. Uh, it comes from Lloyd W ninety on Twitter. Random. 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 Voice of Zelda in CDI games would love to return to the role. Oh, no. This is a Nintendo life. She's currently working on an homage to the CDI series. Oh, God. Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda CDI games might not have had much going for them. No. But one thing that, they, that was arguably impressive was the voice acting. Bonnie Jean Wilbur was the original Princess Zelda in the series, providing the voice for the character in the 1993 Philip CDI releases, Link, The Faces of Evil, and Zelda, The Wand of Gamelan. Uh, sh- oh, Tommy. Um, Might be Gamelon. My brain is saying Gamelon, but I could be wrong. It is. I just. I think it's not Gamelan. I just think it's Might funny. Be Gamelan. Gamelan. <laughs> no, There's just no yeah. way to know. Um, in a recent interview with Samuel Clements of Game Reviews, the voice actor mentioned how she would all, should be all for reprising her role as Princess Zelda. Recently, she also agreed to return to the role to work on a. Ho- she also agreed to return to the role to work on a homage to the original CDI series, not affiliated with Nintendo. And in a quote, I would return to voice Zelda if asked. I love doing theatre, but voice acting is more lucrative. We were contacted by someone who's doing a homage to the CDI series and he also asked us to want to reprise our roles. It's not affiliated with Nintendo. We agreed to it, so that should be interesting. So good news, everyone. Another one's coming. Not affiliated, though. So. Well, I wasn't aware that the voice acting was particularly renowned. I thought Link in particular was meant to be dreadful. I don't know if they're being sarcastic and saying it was it yeah. was pretty impressive, yeah. like, you know, right. notable. The, yeah, yeah the, t- the tone was... I didn't get the tone. No, properly. I didn't. No. If, it's, if they it's were supposed to be bad, really. isn't it? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. In the same interview, she mentioned how beautiful she found the recent Zelda game. While she's not a gamer herself and she doesn't own a Nintendo console, she's able to spectate her niece playing the game on her Nintendo Switch. I watched her play a recent Zelda game and was just beautiful. The advancements in technology are just just impressive. I was impressed with the detail and colour of the graphics and it piqued my interest. Nowadays, Zelda is voiced by Patricia Somerset, who most recently reprised her role as princess in Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Mm -hmm. So our gal, what's her name? Uh, What's her name? Bonnie Jean Wilbur Bonnie Jean. wants to come back and voice 
This beautiful lady. It certainly it has come a long way since uh, the Philips CDI, hasn't it? Yes. Elder. The dark mm. years. Yeah. <laughs> the dark times. Ben, do you have some news? I do have some news. It comes courtesy of Michael Milan mm. uh, at Lord of Penguins on Twitter. And this is a story all about how uh, it's from comic book. Dot, okay. I'm assuming dot com, yes. Uh, somebody put Morbius on Game Boy Color. Whoa. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. This is by Russ Burlingame. Uh, it's Morbin time for the Game Boy <laughs> Color. In a new video, YouTuber... I can't read it. Uh, Wolfden has put Morbius onto Game Boy Color for some reason, it says in quotes. A long and tedious process that nevertheless may have been more enjoyable than actually watching Morbius. <laughs> if this sounds familiar to you, it might be that you remember that the same YouTuber put Christopher Nolan's Tenet onto Game Boy Advance, although that time it was inspired by something specific. The filmmaker's insistence that Tenet should be seen on the largest screen possible, despite being released <laughs> early in the pandemic when most moviegoers were not willing to go to the theatres. Uh, while that time, Wolf then joked that they had put the movie on Game Boy out of spite, this time the YouTuber admits that they did Morbius just for some reason. Uh, you can watch the video below, blah, blah, blah. Uh, with Tenet, Wolf Den spread it out over five GBA. So to be clear, he's not made a game. He's, no, he's managed to compress the, the movie onto a cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spread it out over five GBA cartridges, each containing about half an hour of video at six frames per second with oh, a resolution wow. of 192 six. by 128. Get in. Even though Morbius isn't nearly as long as Tenet, the additional compression needed to make the movie fit onto four megabyte Game Boy Color cartridges meant that Morbius took 36 cartridges. <laughs> oh. Since that's a lot of blank cartridges and nobody is going to actually watch the movie this way, he only made three of the 36 cartridges. Right. Uh, the original plan was to put Dune on a Game Boy Color cartridge because the director of that film said some similarly dumb stuff about wanting people to go to the theatre to see his film on as big a screen as possible, said Bob Wolf, the creative behind Dune the account. Dune was a bad movie. You reckon? I didn't like it. I didn't know what was going on. I heard it time. was amazing, but I didn't get a chance to I see it. I never saw it. I was so bored. I had no idea what was going on. It was just sand. Were there, were there spices, Spice Wars? And was it Lex as well? It was not Lex. Right. Oh, what? Uh, and there wasn't even any Spice Wars. Well, now I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Rubbish. Uh, he admitted that he may have been a little intimidated by the scope of the project, which allowed Dune's window of relevancy um, of relevancy kind of pass him by before he ever got started. Anyway, basically, so what he's done there, um, I'll, I'll read this sum up because it just dunks on Morbius and I enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, after, and after Dune, what's the next best thing? Morbius, of course. One of Marvel's most compelling and conflicted characters comes to the big screen as Oscar winner Jared Leto transforms into the enigmatic anti-hero Michael Morbius. Dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate, Dr. Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. What at first appears to be a radical success soon reveals itself to be a remedy potentially worse than the disease. Starring Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Adri and other names. Uh, Sony's Morbius is now... No, you know what? It's actually not a donkey on it it's at all. It's just an advert. Rubbish. I thought that was going to be a final just sort of... Take that. Morbius, mm. But no, it's not actually. So if you want to watch uh, Morbius on Game Boy Color, then you can watch the first three parts of 36, mm. I assume. And there's a YouTube video about it in the description. That's my weird news. Mm. Love that. I... Uh, would hate to be the person who did that tweet that said, oh, my favorite part of the film is when he said it's Morbin time. Because now everyone, whenever they talk about Morbius, does a it's Morbin time joke. We, we all did one. <laughs> yeah. And then it was the first and line of the, the article. Imagine being that person. And when you're just sort of going around life and occasionally someone might mention Morbius, someone will say it, it's Morbin time. And you would think, 
that's my. Would you not be a little bit proud though? You'll be proud for a while, mm. and that like not only that you had like a viral tweet, but a viral tweet that then everyone. <laughs> Whether you're a Twitter user or not, it, everyone knows the It's Morbin Time joke now. So that's a yeah. great success. But I think you would then eventually think I've created a, a, a mob, mobster. A mobster. Yeah. We've a both mobster. had our Twitter content stolen and shared around. We have. Now, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't feel great. Yeah. That's right. It feels kind of bad. Uh, so I would understand if the Morbid Time person feels a bit gutted. Because <laughs> no one knows, no one remembers no, them. No, no, nobody remembers the origin of It's Morbid Time. No one remembers remember that it's it is Morbid time. time. It's never, how's the Morbid Time guy? No, no one remembers you for your shirt or the person who actually designed and made the shirt. No, all the all the McNuggies cake either often gets shared no, around. No, the McNuggies cake like goes around. Cake. cakes. Yeah. Absolutely not attributed to anyone, no, just they, a screenshot. They tend to crop around. Yep. Uh, yeah. No one remembers me for putting quinoa on the Scrabble board. No. Uh, but white people, uh, <laughs> white people, white people Twitter subreddit really enjoys that one every now and then. Yeah. Um, so never mind. Good. It's Morbin time. It's it is Morbin time. time. Question three. Samuel Benson says. What does he say? PTO. What does he say, Peter? He says, I recently started playing Weird West on a whim and I'm absolutely hooked. Are there any games that you decided to try on a whim that ended up being a personal favorite? Thank you very much, Samuel. Thank, Thank you, you, Sam. I was gifted my copy of Resident Evil 4 for my birthday from Peter's Gamer Uncle Trademark. Uh, I had no idea that that game really existed. I wasn't that... Um, I didn't really have my finger on the pulse back then with gaming. I would occasionally just buy a gaming magazine from, from the corner shop, probably just to get the demo disc. I wasn't keeping up with the news. So that kind of came as a surprise to me. And I was like, oh, okay, what's this? Resi 4, okay. And I was aware of the previous ones. I played those on PS1. Uh, but I never would have gone out of my way to find that game or buy it. Might never have heard about it. Played it, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's one of the best games of all time as well. Um, so that's probably one. Uh, whether you can call it a whim or someone bought it for you as a present that you didn't ask for. Uh, Define whim, though, yeah. in this sense. You know, I, think I don't be, know. I think it be, can be I kind of broad. But I was like... also struggling to think of games that I really did yeah, just Yeah, I don't go play, play games down. on a whim, no, really. Yeah, so that was my best thing. The other one, the, the closest thing as well to a game that I really like is that I got into the Orcs Must Die series because I saw um, Lewis and Simon, maybe just Lewis, play it on Yogscast years and years ago. They played the first one. I thought, well, that looks cool. And I gave it a go, and now I've played all three of the main games, and I'll continue to play them as long as they keep bringing them out in that style. I don't play the MOBA one for reasons discussed in question <laughs> two. Um, but yeah, so those two, I guess, are the closest thing. But yeah, I don't really play games on a whim that much. Well, I do. Um, I'll see something come up, and I'll be like... I'm just going to download that. Why not? And yeah. just whack it on my PC and play it for a bit. So I did that with Evil Genius 2, and I really enjoyed playing that. I just thought, oh, I've seen that, and why not just give it a go? Um, and same with House Flipper. It was on like one mm. of the most recent additions to Game Pass, and I just happened to be like, well, let's see what this is like, and played a lot of that. But then in terms of like console games, um, I think it was God of War that we did this for. We happened to pop into CX when my friends was looking for something and I saw God of War and I was like well we haven't played it and I was like it looks good and I kind of hadn't like really looked into it that much because it was like I just hadn't really and uh, I was like well let's just get this and see what happens and it is a great game and I really enjoyed it and I was like man 
I am really glad I bought this. But actually, I didn't play it as soon as I bought it because we bought it and then I proceeded to break my leg um, and then didn't play it until I was stuck at home with a broken leg. So I played it like a couple of weeks after I bought it um, and I finished it in like two days because I didn't have anything else to do because I couldn't bloody move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that and I just happened to pick it up in CEX one day and uh, we'd we'd seen it and... Ben knew more about it than I did. And he was like, oh, this is, yeah, this will be a good game. And I was like, okay, well, let's just buy it then. Um, Yeah. So God of War was probably the one that I happened to pick up and really enjoyed the most. Mm. But I do tend to find just anything on Game Pass and just whack it on and see if I like it. And if not, Outriders, that bitch. Outriders. Outriders. Yeah. uh, So I played Outriders and uh, it wouldn't work and it was really annoying me. So I just completely uninstalled it from my PC and like did a Sonic where I was like, uninstall it, get rid of it. Don't ever play this again. So now it's a a common phrase between me and my boyfriend that if we don't like something, we just Outriders. Outrunners. Outriders. Outriders. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. It doesn't help as well when it's like you're kind of grumpy anyway. Mm. And there's mm. a flipping heat wave going on. Yeah. yeah. And you keep dying on the blooming one song extension. You know, I'm, I can't do that. I cannot listen to this repeating music anymore. I've got to get rid of this. Yeah. So I, similarly to you, Peter, in terms of games that have been thrust upon me, my dad rented a couple of games from my local library used to have ps2 games not many but they did Ten thousand and thirty-five. yeah not all (laughs) of them (laughs) um but my dad brought home star wars battlefront one time which i had never heard of and played that and another time he brought him shadow of the colossus oh nice uh so i got to experience those two games just out of nowhere not really no especially shadow of the colossus not really knowing anything about it Mm. and being absolutely blown away by it um in terms of a proper whim game, um, I am going to say Late Shift by Wales Interactive. Okay. Purely because of the dominoes that it started. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't by even know... By that, do you mean diarrhea? Or... Yes, yeah. Well, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. In, in yeah. multiple senses, the dominoes that, it, that it's caused to fall uh, in that I now own pretty much every Wales Interactive game and I await all of their new releases very eagerly. Uh, huge. Is that the the bowl one, Late Shift? The rice bowl. Yeah. I don't know where your flipping rice bowl is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's absolutely terrible. Really right. bad. And I don't know why I bought it. I think I got it because it were I maybe Pushware wrote about it. It was a and I saw that it was sort of like a an, an FMV, which I wasn't really that you know I didn't really no one was really doing FMV. Yeah. Anymore. Mm. Um, but it was a choose-your-own thing, and it was feature length. And I thought that'd be fun to have some people around. And it just sort of kicks unintentionally kickstarted this love affair with Wales Interactive, where they just keep producing these brilliantly wonky games. Yeah. yeah. And I keep buying them. Uh, and they've got a new one that they announced this week, mm-hmm. which is huge. And I can't. Is it, it Mia and, and the, the dragon. dragon Dragon Princess? Dragon, dragon Princess, princess something, something like that. It's going to be brilliant. I can't wait. It's coming out. And this they follow year. you on Twitter now. They do follow me on Twitter. Uh, best friends. That's they right. follow Trip Jump as well. I yeah. think you're single-handedly keeping them going. I'm, yeah. bu- I'm the only one buying all their games, except I do wish list all of their games. So as soon as they're on sale, I buy yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not that expensive anyway. And most of them are trash. So yeah. Oh, absolutely. Trash. Yeah. So they've uh, they've been on some winners recently. <laughs> I really enjoyed Bloodshot. That was that's <laughs> very special. Uh, but probably Late Shift and outside of that, perhaps Oxen Free, which again mm. I did buy after seeing on a. 
a video that I think it was PlayStation Access made about games you could finish in one sitting. Mm. And I was like, oh, Oxenfree, that sounds fun. So I bought that and played it. Played it on stream this week. Most of the audio has been muted in the VOD, just in case you're curious, because yeah. it had music in it that no, I didn't yeah. realize. Mm. Uh, so that was great. It's really weird, like random bits that are muted that are just like background music that is like, you can't have that. And it happens twice for like yeah. 10 minutes. So that's really good. Sorry. So it's just huge portions of the VOD that are yeah. silenced. So mm. That's kind of rubbish. Uh, there we are. That's mine. I think it's time to move on to something rather huge. Rather large. Massive. Rather large. Yeah. Uh, the big discussion. Ooh. It's big discussion time. This week's big discussion, big's discussion, comes courtesy of Comroy Milk, who says, Greetings, BAP. Ubisoft have recently announced that they are discontinuing support for 15 games at the time of writing, including numerous Assassin's Creed games and Far Cry 3 to focus on other games. This means that players will no longer be able to access DLCs and in some cases the entire game which they have downloaded and paid for. Do you feel as though Ubisoft were justified in this decision to lower the... Uh, to, to, sorry, due to lower... Hang on. Do you think... Do you feel, sorry, as though Ubisoft were justified in this decision due to the lower player counts of these older games or do you feel as though they should offer some form of compensation to those affected by this decision? Keep up the amazing work, Comroy Milk. So this has been a very confusing yeah. situation mm. because Ubisoft put out very... Basically, they put warnings on products and people inferred a lot from that. Then they clarified and then they've clarified again. So I've got the majority of an article here from The Verge written by Jay Peters, which I am going to read, which should hopefully clear some stuff up. That's the one I read. But it is. Yeah. It, it does raise a more interesting point about ownership of digital titles and mm. what is the flipping point if people are going to do stuff like this. So to be clear, before I read this, the games are not being taken away from people who already own them. No. Yeah. Online functionality is being turned off. They will no longer be available for sale after a certain period uh, and access to some DLCs, which I think are also online skewed, are mm. also being disabled. But... The games are not being taken away from people who already own them. And you'll be able to re-download them still, even if you don't have a copy downloaded at that present time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be unacceptable. I think yeah. we can all agree. Mm -hmm. But online servers being turned off is sadly part and parcel of games getting old. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this article. Uh, multiple Ubisoft games on Steam will not be accessible, it says in quotes, after September the 1st, according to notices on, games, uh, on the game's Steam pages. But based on a statement from Ubisoft, the situation isn't as bad as that message would make it seem. If you want to see an example of the new notice, check out the Steam page for Assassin's Creed Liberation HD. It has two. At the request of the publisher, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD is no longer available for sale on Steam. And then the second one, please note this title will not be accessible following September the 1st, 2022. Last week, Ubisoft announced that it would be shutting down multiplayer for more than a dozen games, um, also on September 1st, and four games on that list have the will not be playable notice. This notice appears to warn players that their purchases won't be available at all, but confusingly, current owners will actually be able to access affected games according to Ubisoft. And this is a quote now. As stated in our support act, uh, article, only DLCs and online features will be affected by the upcoming decommissioning, Ubisoft senior corporate communications manager Jess uh, Jessica Roach said in a statement to The Verge. Current owners of those games will still be able to access, play, or re-download them. Our teams are working with our partners to update this information across all storefronts and are also assessing all available options for players who will be impacted when these games' online services are decommissioned on September the 1st, 2022. 
I asked specifically if this means that people who own the games with the will not be accessible message will be able to access, play, or re-download them, and Roach confirmed that this would be the case. As of this writing, all and this was Monday, by the way, all but one of the PC games mentioned in Ubisoft's support article that I could find on Steam have a notice of some kind. As for other games mentioned in Ubisoft's blog post, Assassin's Creed 3 has the notice that it's no longer for sale, uh, no longer for sale on Steam, but it does not have the notice that it will become inaccessible. Assassin's Creed 2 doesn't have any notices on its Steam page. I couldn't find a Steam uh, Steam overview page for Driver San Francisco, though on a community page there are some complaints about the game being inaccessible. So it's a massive mess, basically. Mm. This messy situation is yet another reminder that ownership of digital content is often at the whims of companies and situations outside of your control. Just last week, it came to light that Sony would be removing some movies and TV shows bought on the PlayStation Store from libraries for customers in Germany and Austria. So a long article, but basically Ubisoft have had a colossal messaging nightmare. Yeah. And they're now scrambling to clarify, but... They are not removing the games from people who already own them. It's yeah. because they said that the game would not be accessible past September 1st, which everyone was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Do you mm. mean I will not be able to access my game anymore? Like, Because yeah. that is the thing that like spurred this all up. Obviously, they said they weren't going to be able to be bought anymore on Steam past September 1st, which is one thing. And clarifying that online multiplayer will not be available is another thing. But saying a game will not be accessible anymore yeah. is a completely different ballgame. Caused a big stir at the time mm. before it had been clarified. Um, so, I mean, but yeah, this this does just kind of make you think more about physical games. Having, having hard copies of something, you just know that you will always have access to it. I mean, in this case, having a physical game versus a digital copy doesn't actually make a difference because seemingly you will be able to still access your digital copy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but it does make me wonder, I almost wasn't surprised when this story broke and they were saying you won't be able to download your digital copy anymore. The fact that I wasn't surprised by that makes me wonder like, will that eventually start happening what could one they get day? Away with? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So at that point, owning a physical copy of a game would make a lot more sense. It's a reason why I own a lot of my, um, uh, film and tv on physical because although something might be available on netflix things come and go on there i know i was midway through if you'll forgive the, just me being a stereotype <laughs> of myself i was midway through and i'm livid jonathan creek right oh, oh wow. fantastic show alan davies semi-supernatural detective show or not supernatural as he always discovers is mm. the point he's so good at detective yeah he's it's like a magic Scooby -Doo, man but it's just Alan Davis. it is like Scooby-Doo uh, and fortunately I have actually seen them all before but I was doing a rewatch last year and it just vanished off iPlayer in the middle of and I can see why because I was channel hopping the other day and it was on some nothing channel like <laughs> channel 103 or whatever mm. uh, which was um so they, they probably did some kind of licensing thing and now it's had to go off iPlayer so that they can run it on on actual television. So, Yesterday or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the same thing could end up happening with games. If we have, uh, if you, if we're relying more and more on the likes of Game Pass and your know, digital storefronts and stuff, I do just worry about the future. I think this is, mostly turned out okay apart from the fact that servers are being turned off but as you said ben that's just part and parcel of multiplayer games it's happened to the best of multiplayer games over the past few years uh, i know the halo servers in particular were big stories when they were turned off um so but then the other issue as well 
is games that have always online DRM. Mm. So even when it's a single player game that requires uh, you to always be online, if those servers get shut down for the same reasons, because there are a few players, at that point, you effectively can't play your single player game. Mm. And that is where this could get dodgy. And at the moment, that's not really happening so much because always online games are still relatively young and so most of them still have active servers but you say that the other day when i was playing cyberpunk uh the disc was in my playstation and it wouldn't let me play it because it didn't think i owned the game wow Mm. because my my land cable was being wonky and it was like you don't own the game i was like it's in the playstation what (laughs) do you mean that's not great no it's not i had to restart my router and my playstation and eventually it let me play the game so if your internet goes down I can't play Potentially, you might not be able to play that game no, for some silly weird. reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I am a bit worried because I have quite a few online-only versions of PlayStation games at the moment um, because me and my boyfriend are living apart. And if one of us buys it, if it's a digital copy, we can both play it. Mm. But I worry that I don't have the physical version of a lot of my games. I know that most of these games are brand new, so there's a very small chance that right now they will have any issue with them at all. But it's that thing of being like, well, in a few years' time, what happens if they just go, yeah, you can't have that anymore. We're getting rid of this. This isn't this isn't yours anymore. We're going to make you repurchase. So what yeah. I, when the story broke, I thought they were removing stuff from Steam and saying you have to rebuy it on Uplay oh, or yeah. whatever. Ubisoft, Ubisoft Connect or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I so I do worry about like having things digitally, and obviously Steam in itself, a lot of those games are only available on Steam um, or other like online services like like Ubisoft Connect or whatever. Mm. But it is a worry that you'll pay for it on Steam, and then one day Steam will cease to exist, and none of those games that you have will be available to play on anything, or like you say, you have to buy them again somewhere else. Mm. Um, so that is. That is kind of the issue with a lot of online game ownership, like you say, that things can just come and go very easily. Um, and it also a lot of it encourages you not to buy a game like Game Pass and like PlayStation Plus, like Stray coming to PlayStation Plus next week when it comes out. Is it well, premium or extra? Uh, extra, I think, because it's, it's not a legacy, is it? It's a new one. So I think that's premium. Yes. No, extra, I don't know. Not an essential title. Not no, an essential, it's not essential. no. Um, but yeah, like if you have that, you don't need to play the buy the game because you've got that. So technically they could take that off there and then you're going to have to buy it again anyway, even though you've paid your bloody PlayStation Plus subscription. But it encourages you not to play it, not to buy the game straight up because it's going to be somewhere else. Mm. So there's kind of a lot of like issue. I have an issue with it, but also I will continue to buy things digitally because it's just a lot easier. And in some ways, sometimes it's cheaper as well. So I don't like it, but I'm going to keep doing it. Mm. yes uh it's it's for this kind of reason that i much prefer to have physical games than digital ones mm. uh as as and when i choose to you know buy them um but i'm more curious in this case about why these games are no longer going to be for sale because they aren't mm. online only games yeah so why not just keep selling it forever and it can't be a licensing issue surely because they own assassin's creed you know it's not like activision with marvel games or mm. whoever and star wars games you know the the license there's no licensing agreement to run out here surely it's just it's owned by ubisoft mm. wholesale so why are these i understand that it's frustrating that these games are being removed and assassin's creed liberation hd hd is great as well that was the vita assassin's creed game that then did get ported 
to PC. So Sony sure as hell aren't going to make that game available on PlayStation anytime mm. soon because the Vita never existed, apparently. So that game is effectively, outside of people who already own it, lost. It's effectively yeah. gone. Um, is it not on Ubisoft Connect? What? Connect. The, the uh, these that... are these games not on? Like, because Xbox Game Pass has a lot of Assassin's Creed games on it. It does. I'm not sure but where Liberation HD are... specifically yeah. landed, but it is kind of worrying that these games aren't just having their online services mm -hmm. turned off, which I think is understandable if enough time has passed and no one's playing it anymore. Uh, and also especially on PC, people will find a way to start up their own servers yeah. uh, so yeah. people can keep playing it and they, they will be kept alive by the community, I would imagine. But the fact that they're removing these games entirely so you can't buy them anymore, it's a really strange move. I don't think, understand. Do you think they could be planning some sort of remaster pack and they don't want the same thing to happen to them that happened with the GTA trilogy where as soon as the trilogy released then Rockstar removed the games to force people to buy the trilogy. So maybe they're preempting and saying, well, Could remove be. these now. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. Assassin's so Creed H Liberation HD is technically already a well, yeah. kind of remaster, but if they were putting it all in a collection together, mm. maybe. Alternatively, it could be that they're taking them all off Steam to put them on their own service. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which yeah, is called well be, yeah. Ubisoft Plus, I want to say. What, like, they have their own service, don't they, Ubisoft, that no one uses? I think, is it Uplay or something? Uplay it is the stuff been... that's plugged into games, isn't it, where you earn rewards. But I don't. I swear I they have their know. own subscription service. I thought it was called Ubisoft Connect. There is a thing called no, no, Ubisoft Connect. No, that's their, yeah. like, well, that's their state of play kind of thing, isn't it, is Ubisoft Connect. But I swear no, Ubisoft is... Connect is a digital distribution, digital okay, rights well, management. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be it. Then maybe, that, maybe that's it. Maybe this is going to blow up in their face even more. Obviously, the the real problem here is that they did not uh, get their messaging right mm. and everyone got really confused and up in arms, understandably so. Uh, but thankfully, people who still own the game can keep them, uh, own the games can keep them. Uh, I, I think it's I like weird think it was... that these games are being taken down entirely. Uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense unless yeah. we're about to mm. learn something else about their intention with them. Uh, but generally, this is like, as you were saying, in terms of how... You, you just sort of assumed, yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Mm. Um, that's how I felt about when PlayStation announced that PlayStation Classics you'd bought back in the day on PS3, the PS3 era PSN uh, store, would be available for free for you if they appeared as part of the uh, PlayStation Premium Classic mm. game selection. And I was shocked by that because I had pretty much written off any chance of ever playing these games on modern hardware. Yeah. I was just like, well, I'm just going to have to rebuy them when they relist them under a different category or mm. whatever. Um, I was obviously not pleased with the news, no, but I thought, no, no, yeah, no. But it's that's, like, yeah, that that's sounds the way about right they work nowadays. That's what, that's what companies will do yeah. when they yeah. can. And it's a nice surprise when they don't. I think uh, Microsoft have it right. Nintendo are sort of kicking their heels a bit and PlayStation are kind of doing it, but, the, you know, it's not enough just yet. Um, with the backwards compatibility, but you should be able to buy something on a console in 2007 and still be able to play it now, mm. or at least still own the rights to it. The rights should never be stripped away from you. Yeah. Um, and that's the real risk in terms of buying digital over physical. But then it's a, I suppose it's a case of how much money did you pay for that game at that time? And do you really care all that much that you paid six ninety nine for... Resident Evil 2 as a PS1 classic. And in, when was the last time you played it? When was the last time you and played it? And when are you it? next going to play it? It's been that many years. 
can you justify spending eleven pounds to pay it, to play it now? Mm. Probably. It's still a dick move, yeah. but it's not the end of the world, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. But it's your stuff. You paid for it, mm -hmm. so yeah. I don't know. I'll always prefer physical over digital, but digital is very convenient. It is very convenient. I didn't know that stuff about um, stuff disappearing off um, the German. Uh, what was that that you said? So this is the when they used to sell movie and TV shows. Yeah. Wasn't that because I remember we we talked about this a little while ago, I think. Wasn't it because the, like some laws or something changed in Germany and Austria that meant that like certain movies or something had to, there was like, a, I remember talking about this, that there was like a law change that right. affected a bunch of like games and movies and stuff. Okay. So but, stuff disappeared uh, off people's libraries that yeah. they already paid that, for. But it's weird that he already it. owned them mm. and lost them. And they took them away. Yeah. See that, I, I don't know anybody who ever bought movies or TV through the PlayStation store, but clearly people have done mm. it. This um, is why I, I don't buy digital movies through no anything. i would I might never, stream never them bought them sometimes movie. but i would never buy them through even amazon or playstation store or anything because i i would just feel like well one day there's going to be some sort of rebrand to the playstation movie store library or you know amazon's the way they handle movies and it during that rebrand i will lose that stuff they will just yeah. not keep that thing on, on my library so what's the point in i could pay the same price or maybe a bit more but then just know that I've got it forever on physical. Yeah. Imagine having a something. huge digital library of movies. Mm. I, I can't. No. I genuinely can't think. But games is, we just, you know, we just accept that as yeah. part of it. But yeah. when things are being removed, if you don't have access to it anymore, then, you know, you're buggered. Fortunately, in this case, you do. Yeah. Mm. You, do you do still have access to it. So it's not as bad. I like to think that Steam, that Ubisoft, like, we're taking all of our games off you. And Steam was like, all right. Here's the messaging we're going to put Yeah, <laughs> we're going to sting you, though. Suck it. Uh, well, there we are. Let us know in the comments below what you think of this whole debacle and whether you prefer digital over physical and why. Um, mm. If you're on PC, you're probably in a better, better place in terms of backwards compatibility and accessing your old content, unless stuff like this happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, in which case it gets a bit more muddy, the waters, that mm. is. Peter, yes. if people were to try and find us on the internet, where would they go? Go to Team Triple Jump everywhere. YouTube.com and Twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump for all of our video content and live streams. We stream on both. And when we're streaming on both, we're modded by Lobrotovich, Trialing Badger, and Mr. Black. Amazon Prime comes with a free Twitch sub as part of the bundle. You can spend that on us if you like. That would be nice. Uh, Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump for our social media, uh, video and live stream announcements, legacy video content. We'll probably be able to go live on Facebook again soon-ish once uh, Fraser's stopped just, you know, doing really bad stuff. Um, no, he's fine. He's lovely. Mm. TikTok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump to see Fraser doing good stuff. Uh, and Ashton too. Uh, we have a TikTok. Go to it. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump for our Patreon rewards. There are loads of them, including things relating to this podcast. You can sponsor it for weird news. You can ask questions. Uh, you can uh, listen to our other podcasts we're about to record um, and loads of other things too. Have a look. 
we have a website, don't you know? It's triplej.map forward slash... Oh, no, wait, hold on. I've got <laughs> I go ahead of myself. <laughs> it's triplej.map, that's J-U.M-P. It spells jump. It's very clever. If you want to join our Discord and chat with our wonderful community, why not go to triplej.map forward slash Discord. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise. And if they tell you to do something, bloody well, do it. If you want to listen to the podcast in its audio forms, why not go to triplej.map forward slash podcast oh, you didn't say perhaps you're i know i was trying to think of something going to twitch perhaps you're going or... to twitch con you've got a very long journey ahead of you to amsterdam mm. why not put on a podcast and maybe this one if you fancy it's a triple jeff.map forward slash podcast um if you want to check out one of the many live streams we do a week if you've missed one go to triple jet.map forward slash vods and if you want to get a cameo from us three or james chickens why not go to triple jet.map forward slash cameo and last but not least if you want to buy some sick and cool merch make sure you're checking out the merch store on tuesday for a sick and really cool announcement if you fancy why not go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on twitter for the latest merch announcements why not follow peter and ashton on twitter and instagram at that peter austin and at scrambled ashton and myself just on twitter at confused underscore dude we do lists every monday tuesday wednesday thursday streams every monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday thursday being the joint stream plays it on youtube monday tuesday wednesday friday being solo streams on twitter worst games ever is fortnightly friday for patrons of a certain tier sunday for everyone else the podcast is every saturday and we do shows all the bloody time come and check them out <laughs> uh, why not leave a five star review on itunes or your platform of choice it helps something to do with al gore's rhythms so mm -hmm. do that please we'd really appreciate it out on the channel this week we had a quip scope didn't we peter we did klanoa wahoo that's what he says is he yeah okay uh Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Go he's watch hunting it. the dream god. Yeah, something like that. I don't Klonoa know what he's doing. kills god. All I know is he's jumping. He does a really good job of it and it's fun. Hey, good lad. Oh, good boy. Don't care why he's jumping. Also, out now, fingers crossed, on the channel is every Sonic the Hedgehog video game ranked from worst to best. It's a long one. It's like mm. two, hour, two and a bit hours long. Philip nearly lost his mind writing it. Alex definitely lost his mind editing it. Yeah. Peter and I lost our mind trying to pronounce sonic in various pretty, ways yeah pretty sane um, ashton's fine i obviously wasn't involved in it at all so i'm pretty so she's i'm feeling been, pretty great right we've now we've always got to keep ashton safe yeah. um and Thanks. so that's out now you should go and watch it personal feelings about sonic aside to be clear and i want to i want to make this clear because after the death stranding controversy yeah that i don't hate sonic the hedgehog i'm just kind of gutted that i couldn't get into it the way i wanted to mm. yeah 
Um, it's a great video. It's really, really good. And you should go and watch it, please. Uh, what else we got? Uh, After Dark. That came out on Monday. Our, our Patreon exclusive podcast. We're about to record another one now. So go That'll check that out. That'll be coming out in two weeks. Yes, we're recording way mm. ahead. And there's another one that's things. coming out in a few weeks that we're recording next week. So if you are a patron, make sure you're looking out for the After Dark uh, question post that we'll be going out next week as well. Because uh, some of us are off in yes. uh for a week so and don't be alarmed if you don't see a question post for a while you will still get the episodes at mm -hmm. the appropriate time it's just that yeah. we'll have recorded in advance yes uh finally there is a brand new shirt dropping on tuesday that being the 19th of july that is finally the kiss me i'm barbara t-shirt the one that is often uh oh my goodness oh my God. Jesus, died that's the loudest sneeze i've ever heard uh, the oft memed and joked about shirt that people keep demanding mm -hmm. in the twitch chat uh we've actually made it it's going to be limited edition similar to the uh cat's protection shirt in that it's not going to be listed on the store forever it's only going to be available for two weeks so that's until the 2nd of august mm -hmm. So it will straddle payday if you want to wait until then to buy one. Um, it is a wonderful uh, piece of art done by uh, Danji's Designs, mm -hmm. uh, who's a preeminent member of our community art-wise. You will have seen some of the stuff that he's done for us uh, during the TAT appeal yeah. uh, over he's Christmas very last talented. year. Very, very good. Uh, so if you want to get one of those, only available for two weeks, uh, live on Tuesday, triplejumpshop.com. And we'll be rolling ads on our streams as well to remind you. Mm -hmm. We've been in touch with Ubisoft and they said, yeah, put this shirt will be unavailable from <laughs> you will no longer be able to access no, this yeah. shirt access this shirt yeah. yes absolutely uh, and there we are that is everything for this week's podcast Ashton can you talk us through your sponsor again please? of course I can the sponsor of this week's podcast is the African prince I'm related to who keeps twitching and the only way I can help solve that is by giving him my money it's of course TwitchCon it's a TwitchCon love it brilliant thanks so much for listening slash watching everybody we love you we'll see you very soon look after yourselves bye, -bye.